Hi, this is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo in the Howling, and you're listening to The Horror Squad. Back to the Horror Squad podcast. Merry Christmas for everyone out there. Tonight we're going to talk about Black Christmas from 1974, 2006, and 2019. We're also going to be talking about some Christmas horror-related items that we all like. So the top three lists, whether it's TV or movies, things like that. But first off, how's everyone's Christmas? Lonely. No, I'm joking. It's great. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> My wife says lonely too. Don't worry. You're among friends, Sam. <laughs> Mine was a little difficult, um, to be honest, because I, I spent like $6,000 uh, the weekend before because I, as you guys know, well, you guys know specifically, I had some plumbing problems that cost like X amount of dollars and I had a tree fall. Then I had to have three more removed. So it was freaking terrible, but... The kids had a good Christmas, so that's what matters, and yeah. So is that all handled and situated, Todd, so you don't have to worry about it for a while? Uh, hopefully. They dug like a 30-yard by 5-foot trench in my front yard to the streets, and they filled all that in, so i got to redo the landscaping. But other than that, oh, plus there's like a shit ton of wood in my backyard I need to pile and burn and stuff like that. But yeah, hopefully it doesn't break again. Hopefully not. What did Sam got me some good horror goodies for Christmas? Man, what you get, buddy? I did okay. She did good. Um, she got me the new NECA Sam figure from Trick or Treat, the uh, the ultimate figure, which is pretty cool. Um, and then she got me the new Pamela Voorhees like zombie figure from NECA. Ooh, nice. That one. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty cool. That's cool. Um, and then she got me um, the thing I've been wanting for a while, which is the Nightmare on Elm Street accessory pack. It comes with like a like twelve inch Worm Freddy figure. That's really cool. And then it comes with like the TV Freddy and uh, a couple of the street signs and stuff. So that was pretty badass as well. Whatever happened to that Freddy puppet? Oh, it got um, it got. It got canceled, but for some reason, mm. I think they realized it was because they were only charging like forty bucks for it or something, and uh, 
it was like made from like the actual movie mold and stuff. So I think they realized like they basically it was like too cheap and like they wouldn't be like they would have lost money on it. So they just said it got canceled. Yeah, I got refunded and everything for it, but it was on. I had it on like pre-order for like two years. Who was gonna make it? Uh, NECA. Freddy Puppet. Yeah, mm-hmm. from part three. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, pretty oh, cool. That sucks. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, I think nothing else was horror related. Um, What'd you guys have for Christmas dinner if you had it? We had it at my my parents' house, and we had uh, a nice roast. Corn, potatoes, and roll. Yeah, quite delicious. Got the veggie platter going on, huh? Mm-hmm. You know it. We had a meatloaf, which was delicious. Oh, meatloaf. Meatloaf, okay. Meatloaf, but you would have been able to have corn, green beans, and mashed potatoes, Sam. Yum. So there you go. What about you, Steve? How's your Christmas? Uh, not great, to be honest. Um, my wife has been really sick, so I couldn't do my Christmas stuff. I didn't travel to my family or anything like that. Um, I did have dinner with my in-laws the Christmas Eve, but we had turkey. Bummer. I pretty, pretty traditional. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I spent a lot of time with them lately. I gotta tell you that. But uh, no, they're really cool. Uh, they let us uh, be there, but my wife was too sick, so she kind of slept through the whole thing. And other than that, we just stayed home and watched movies. Uh, and I'm gonna go Saturday to my family. And we'll do a little dinner there to kind of like replace what I missed. But uh, yeah, it was uh, okay, I guess. Is she doing better though? Everything's. Uh, she, it's starting to get better. Yeah, that's it, good. It was like a very bad week where it was hospitals and oh no, uh, like like the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. On the road to recovery. Yeah, uh, me too. Definitely, it was it was a little touchy there for a while, but uh, doing doing better. And I got to watch a ton of movies because I was home, so. Yeah. That's all good. Well, between Sam saying she's lonely, me having house problems, and Steve's wife sick, that's a good opening. (laughs) I know. I was like, wow, it sounds like such a, like, down miss. Uh, Anything horror related? Yeah, I did a lot of ketchup, which I'll talk about in what watched. No, I meant, like, for Christmas presents. My mom got me a little It bobblehead. Oh, that's cool. She always gives me some random horror thing that she finds, which is cool. Original or new? The uh, the new one, little tiny dude. It's pretty cool. Yeah, my cool. brother got me a the new it coffee mug. It's actually pretty cool. It's like a big one, like the Sam one that Spirit did this year, but it's Pennywise. Pretty pretty nice. nice. Yeah. So Steve, cool. yeah, what's up? What exactly is Boxing Day? Can you explain this to us? Because we we don't so we don't have that here, but I know it's a big thing in Canada. Right. So Boxing Day is basically Black Friday in Canada. Uh, the difference is in the U.S., Black Friday meant that because of the sales, companies start making profit as of that date. Whereas Boxing Day is the stores filled up their shelves for Christmas and they want to get rid of that extra shit. So they before they box everything up, they put everything on like super sale, like 70, 80 percent off. So that's what Boxing Day is. Nice. Do you go? Do you go out for it or anything? Or uh, I, I used to, but now with the internet, there's no fucking way that yeah. I'm gonna go out there. I actually went to like Best Buy to buy some movies, and I walked in and I walked right back out because <laughs> the line was just insane and just not worth like whatever deal I could get. Uh, I did pick up two movies at Walmart uh, that I'm gonna talk about because I'm gonna hide. They're gonna be my one watch, but yeah, I know. That's, so that's what Boxing Day is. It's basically it's not worth the effort for me to. Anything, especially with online, it's just 
not a thing. As a kid, I always thought it had to do with the sport. Like, with the sport, like every Canadian watches yeah. boxing, or like, yeah, it's like, like a big like tournament or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's uh, you know. We try to keep our numbers down in Canada, so we pit people against each other. And uh... Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So why there needs to be a Boxing Day Horror movie at some point? Yeah, I'm actually surprised that there isn't. But I, and we talked about this at Black Friday as well. I think there's a great yeah. movie there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Todd, make it. <laughs> I did make one of my scenes from The Killer Santa past weekend. So oh, nice. It's going to be fun. But I'm kind of at the mercy of the weather because it has. Is it snowing where you guys are at, Joe? Um, we did. Yeah, we got uh, a lot of. Well, really? not a lot. We had a couple of storms so far that got dumped. One dumped probably like six inches, and then the other one maybe like eight to ten. But it's actually all melted because we had a couple of days in like the fifties um, within the last couple weeks. So there's like maybe like a few little snow piles no, but... there's no snow <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah it's like 65 here which is wow uncharacteristic so i i kind of need snow for the ending so we can't shoot around it so I'm sure it's coming yeah uh, we'll see when do you plan on releasing that are you gonna like just dump it whenever you finish it or are you gonna like try to wait until next year uh the plan was for christmas but obviously that's that's passed because we didn't get any snow but the ending right. has like a lot of things to do with the snow so Whenever we get it finished, it'll be put down. So it's exciting. Right. Yeah, it's fun. Oh. All right. Want to jump into the socials? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, so most, well, the, we got like three questions, and uh, most of them have to do with Black Christmas, so I'll talk about them later. But I did get one uh, right before that doesn't have to do with Black Christmas, and that one comes from Mandy, and she asked Desert Island Questions. And she has three questions related to that. First one, what three movies would you take? Oh. So, that, so do we want to keep it to horror or just anything? Yeah, not a horror. Horror, okay. So, yeah, what yeah. movie and, would uh, you take, you? Yeah, on a desert island, that means the only three movies you'll have for the rest of your life. Three horror movies. All right, I'll go first. Halloween. Creature from the Black Lagoon. And Killer Clowns. Mm-hmm. Okay. How are we going to watch these movies, though, on a desert island? That is not the question, Todd. It's uh, magic. It's <laughs> magic. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm curious uh, why those ones. Um, because I feel like they have a little bit of everything that I like about horror movies. You have, like, Terrifying from Halloween, Creature Feature with um, Black Lagoon, and then, like, cheesy, kind of campy with uh, Killer Clowns. And those are, like, in my top five of my favorites mm-hmm. of all time, so. Mm-hmm. I'll go next. Um, so I would do uh, probably, ooh, man, this is tough. Uh, I'm going to go Scream, just because I think there's a bit of horror and comedy in there. So, um, you know, it's and it's kind of light, um, I guess you could say, um, in parts and stuff. So it's nothing too heavy. So if I'm on a desert island, I probably don't want anything too like something that's going to get me really down. So I go with that. Um, next, I would go with um, The Shining because it's one of my absolute favorites. So I feel like if, you know, it's just something I could always throw on and watch no matter what. And then the last one, I'm going to go with Flesh for the Beast 
Now, a lot of people have probably never heard of this one, but I've talked about it once before on um, the podcast, and I picked this because this was gifted to me by my parents. They, um, when like I was in, I think it was like middle school, maybe high school or middle school, somewhere around there. But, uh, you know, they just bought me, like, a random horror movie, not knowing what it was. And it was basically, like, a softcore porno um, with just, like, random, like, horror elements in it. But I put that because, obviously, you're on a desert island. You're by yourself. So, you know. One for this spank bank? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, all three of mine are for the spank bank. <laughs> well, I was like, why just pick a horror movie that is, like, good for that. <laughs> I guess that one could be. I've never seen it, but oh, it's a terrible movie. But no Black Phillip, no, no Freddy, no Blair. Well, I was only given three options. So. Well, yeah, but you choose the. Okay. <laughs> I guess. I'm going Zombie Lake, which is an Italian film, which is terrible, but it has like 40 minutes of. the The plot is like a volleyball a girls volleyball team goes to a lake, and um, like. You know, good skinny dipping and stuff. So I'm gonna take that one. Um, I'm going. Let's see here. Donna of the Dead. Don the Dead porn. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna think of a third like one. I'm watching the Lighthouse right now. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what? It, never mind. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> There's some <laughs> gross jizz scenes in that movie though, which I'm like, ugh. <laughs> and then, um, oh, now I lost my damn train of thought thinking of freaking William Defoe jerking it. Volleyball, porno. Volleyball, porn, and uh, let's just go down the deck because I'm unoriginal. Steve? <laughs> um, so I went Dawn of the Dead because it's my favorite one, so I just can watch it over and over. Uh, I would pick Army of Darkness because it makes me laugh, and Return of the Living Dead for the Spank Bank. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, so our second question is which horror character would be the best to take with you, same sex only, so you don't bring someone just for fucking? <laughs> there you go. Well, that won't stop some well, people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Character. Horror character? Wish, uh, Wishmaster, because you can ask him for things. <laughs> That's cheating. Is it? <laughs> kind of. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm trying to think of someone who would like know how to build shit. What about Fre- what about Freddy? Because you can just stream your solitude away. <laughs> <That's true>. Yes. <laughs> God, he would just be so annoying though to have on, on the <laughs> What about oh, the girl Firestarter? She'd come in handy. Yeah, she's a girl. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's be a guy. Well, shit. What about the ghost ship? Does that count as a character? You can just get on it and leave. Black Phillip, so I can eat them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'd go with Ash probably, just because he seems resourceful. Yeah, and funny. So. I don't know who I would go with. Female. Yeah. I'll pick Jennifer. I'll do Beethoven. Beethoven? <laughs> no, I meant Cujo. Oh, Cujo. <laughs> cool. Everyone answer? Yeah, I think so. All right. And the last question. Who out of the four do you would die first and die last? 
Ooh. All right, well, I can tell you that. Joe would die before me. That's all I know. Because you, cause you <laughs> killed him? Because you killed him? No, because I'm a very good problem solver, and I'm very, like, quick on my feet into thinking of solutions, and Joe, not so much. I can agree with that. And then I, it would probably be Joe, Todd, me, and then Steve. That's what I would say. All right. Steve survives? Steve survives. Or he lasts the longest? Okay. Out of kindness? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd probably die first because I'd be like, I'll get us out of here. And then, like, <laughs> die, like, in an accident or something. That would be awful. Yeah, it'd be like Castaway when he tries to hang himself, but he has to test it first. I think, yeah, for me, I think uh, I would die first, and I think Todd would probably be the one to survive. Thanks, buddy. Well, that's rude, Steve. I'm sorry. I put myself first. I mean, I, I think I know. Um, I'm, I'm the biggest out of the four, and I think you guys would look at me like a big fucking turkey when, like the first week. I think Sam would straight up murder Joe like the first night. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I would say Sam is, would survive, and the three of us would all die, and it doesn't even matter what order we go in. But <laughs> thanks, Joe. You got it. All right, and her last question, and keep in mind, uh, she gave me this before Christmas, so it's a Christmas question. But um, final question: What horror item are you hoping Santa puts under your tree this year? Merry Christmas, squad. Ooh. Well, I'll Ooh. go with one that I guess didn't get under my tree. Um, and that, that would be Trick or Treat Studios Good Guy doll. I still really want him. I saw him in the store the other day with Sam, and I was like, man, I know it's $500, but I really fucking want that thing. I just love it. That's too much money, Joe. It is. Yeah. It is. You can get that but one from Spirit for like 100 bucks. Yeah, but it doesn't like... The quality and the look isn't even close. But yeah, I'll probably never get it, but I, I do want it. <laughs> and I do want to get the 18-inch uh, Pennywise, the new one that came out from NECA. That one's pretty cool, too. Yeah, I wasn't, wasn't really asking for horror stuff this year, so I'm going to have to skip that one. Whoa, if you could pick something. Picks anything, regardless of value. Yes. Um. Honestly, I'd, I'd probably just get some, you know, Scream Factory, Vinegar Syndrome, things like that. I'm not really, haven't really gotten a figure in a while. Okay. What about you, Sam? Um, I don't know. I'm not really too picky when it comes to horror items that I want, just as long as it's. Halloween Michael Myers related or Creature from the Black Lagoon. Cool. And uh, for me, nothing specific, but my Christmas tree in my basement is almost all horror. But one thing I'm missing is a tree topper, so Mm. it would have been cool if Santa put a tree topper, like a horror tree topper on the tree. Oh. Like, what would you want? I don't know. Like it's. Uh, I was thinking like a Freddy glove that lights up, or mm-hmm. a mask maybe. That you know, I could. I'm probably gonna have to do one myself. I don't think they actually make any, but 
I'm thinking about it. I think it should be something pretty cool, though. Yeah. We've seen a couple of uh, Krampus ones in town that are pretty oh, yeah? cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I have, a, like, a, well, not full-size, but pretty big-size Krampus on the, next to my tree, so. Nice. Yeah, cool. That'd be pretty cool. And that is all the questions that weren't Black Christmas related. So okay. Thank you, everyone. You can Thanks, ask those guys. questions uh, at Horse, Horse Squad Pod on all social media and the Horse Squad Podcast at gmail.com for email. Okay. Um, before we do this, I did someone, we did get a comment um, last week from someone who listened to the show. Um, this one's from Derek. And he said, I don't know where else to say the answer to this or if anyone answered it. But what Sam was thinking of last week was USA's Up All Night show with Gilbert Godfrey. He said they'd show two movies with him having little quips in between, mostly around commercial time. Uh, he said there were other hosts as well that did it. I remember it in the mid-80s to, uh, slash mid-90s. Yes, nice, cool. It. Yeah, and uh, Eric Guest had remembered that too. So he messaged me. He's like, this is what you're thinking of. I'm like, no one ever remembers that. He said there was another host that would switch off sometimes. It was a female, but I can't remember her name. But yeah, you guys should look it up. It was a good time. Are they like uh, old kind of Mystery Science Theater 3000 movies that you're talking about? No, it was like movies that were made during that time. Okay. Maybe a little bit older, but not like that. Hmm. What was the title of it, Joe? I'm going to look it up. Up All Night? Uh, USA's Up All, all Night. Okay. Got it and right then, here. Now, we also got um, a comment from uh, Cheyenne, and she said, I'm not sure if this is a thing, but can you guys do a monthly top five movies to watch on streaming services? So that could be something we could definitely look do, uh, can do, and mm-hmm. like we can each maybe pick one of our favorite streaming movies or something like that and uh, yeah something we could definitely do we'll each pick one and then you can pick two <laughs> so that but chick yeah. that, that girl you're talking about Rhonda Shear yes She's, Rhonda Shear and uh, Quigley Linnea Quigley hosted 10 episodes that's cool oh cool yeah I have to check it out on YouTube yes pretty cool hey unrelated Steve but are um, basements a common thing in Canada basements yeah yeah uh, i've never seen a house with that one in, in canada oh, that's interesting yeah. okay yeah because you guys mostly don't right uh like in the, the mid like east of the rockies i guess you do because of, like tornadoes and stuff right yeah no, yeah I, I actually didn't know that was a thing uh, until like i started watching movies and i saw people with like crawl spaces and shit oh, yeah. it's like huh you guys don't have basements that sucks where do you watch movies? In the living room? That's weird. <laughs> With your family? <laughs> exactly. Like, God. <laughs> All right. So do you guys want to talk about your top three Christmas horror TV shows or specials or movies or anything like that? Ready? Let's do it. I have one question for you, though, because I was making my list, and I don't know where you guys sit on Edward Scissorhands. Horror or not? I was going to ask the same thing about um, Gremlins as well. Okay. Well, let's let's do Edward to, first. I didn't know. I say to put yes on. to Edward. Steve? I'm gonna say it's, I. I was. Yeah. It's more of like a fantasy horror. I feel like. Yeah. I, I, I said Edward no, but Gremlins yes. 
So we got two to two on Edward here. So if someone wants to write in, what do you guys think about? It? Personally, I think it is just because like the um, the uh, the subject matter. You know, it's like some weird scientist dude that creates like a basically it's like a, a different version of Frankenstein. Um, but then again, I can see the other way too, where it's more like a fantasy drama. So, but the reason I was going to bring it up is because like a large part of the movie is in Christmas time towards the end. So, but I left it off my top three. But Gremlins, however, I would definitely do it because it's like a monster movie, basically. Gremlins is fun. Yeah. yeah. See, I, yeah, I mean, I do consider it a horror movie, but I left it off my list just because I think it would be probably all of our number ones. Uh, so I just wanted to throw in some other titles. What you got? Ah, uh, sure, I'll start. Uh, okay, so at number three, I have... Better Watch Out, which um, was a pretty current release. I want to say it was 2017 or 2018. Um, but yeah, I, actually, I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the show, on the podcast. I think we may have when it first have. came out. Yeah, you, you did for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So um, this one is about you know um, this girl who's you know babysitting a kid for I don't know if it's Christmas Eve night or whatever or, or somewhere around Christmas time. And, uh, yeah, then there, you know, I really don't want to give too much away here, but it's kind of like turns into a home invasion type movie, but with a twist. Um, and yeah, it's a really good, fun horror movie. And, uh, yeah, one of, definitely one of my favorites. He tries to have sex with her the whole time. I don't know, Todd, does he? Does he? I've never finished it. I've only watched like 20 minutes. (laughs) You never really... I, no, I started the other day based on last time you talked about it. I just didn't have time to finish it yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I highly recommend it. It's um, really good. and Yep. That's my number three. Um, do you guys all want to go around and give your number threes? Sure. Um, let's see. My number three, I guess, would be Krampus. Okay. I'm not going to go into what it's about because I'm pretty sure everyone knows, so... <laughs> I will also remove Gremlins because I feel that's pretty popular. So number three would be Silent Night, Deadly Night, the original, not any of the uh, sequels or anything like that. So pretty sure everyone knows what it is, but just in case you didn't, quick one is uh, this kid is orphaned because his parents are killed by a you know criminal dressed as Santa Claus on like Christmas night. A flash forward, he's in like an orphanage. He gets out to go get a job, and he's struggling with his you know basically PTSD from the event. Very um, graphic and brutal and just sleazy all around. Good movie. Great choice. Thank you. And that was also my number three. So, Way to steal my thunder, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I'll go into my number two. And my my number two, Sam already mentioned it, but Krampus. Mine too. (laughs) All right. I will say a little bit about Krampus, and Sam did not. Um... Uh, you know, the plot is basically uh, this family, they get basically trapped in their house um, around Christmas time as a, a major blizzard comes in, basically shuts down, you know, the whole area and whatnot. They can't get out. They're trapped in the house. And uh, then Krampus shows up and wreaks some havoc. Um, really, really fun movie. Um, really, like, get you in that Christmas spirit. Um, just that feeling with the, all the snow and the blizzard and stuff. And yeah, really well done. I love it. And I love how cramp, like the look of Krampus in this movie. Um, yeah, really, really good. 
I have a couple problems with that movie, even though I really like you? it. I do, yeah. There's no there's no way in hell that they would let their teenage daughter travel in a blizzard to her boyfriend's house. Yeah, no. but okay. No way. Doesn't he live like right down the street though? No way. He doesn't? Okay, but see, I remember in high school when it was like, it wasn't blizzarding, but it was snowing pretty heavy. I remember I wanted to go to my boyfriend's house, and my mom told me no, and I, like, begged her, and she was finally like, fine! So I feel like when you're a teen girl and you want to go see your hot high school boyfriend, you'll, like, plead and beg with all you have. So I could see her parents saying, get out of here. Just saying. Speaking Mm. from experience. But I want to go make out, Mom. Exactly. Boy. Uh, I don't buy it still. I gotta watch my kid, I guess. Um, yeah, other than that, man, really like it. Adam Scott, right, is the main main character, the actor? Yeah. I, lo- yeah. I love that guy Adam and everything. Scott. Yeah. Tony Collette as well is in there. What's the, bo- the uncle's name? He's in uh, Cheap Thrills and Office and all that. Uh, David Koechner. He's great in everything. Yeah, he is. Yeah, David Packer. <laughs> Todd Becker. Pac-Man. <laughs> Todd Becker. <Yeah. laughs> I like when he's like, hey, Jim, still queer? That's like my favorite yeah. fucking line. <laughs> hey, at the end of Krampus, are they trapped in like Krampus's little spell or whatever? Uh, yes, yeah, absolutely. They have to like repeat the day or what's the deal? Or they're just stuck in Christmas or what? It's like stuck in his hell, I guess. Mm, okay. Uh, no, my number... Go for it. Did you say number two? Yeah, I, me and Todd both have Krampus at two. Right. Uh, for me, it's actually Black Christmas, uh, but I won't say which one until Ooh. we talk about them later. Oh, I have Black Christmas as my number one, and I'm not going to say which one. I'm guessing remake for both of you. Well, let me see, because it's a tie between my one and two. What's your number two? Okay, my number two is P2. Okay, yeah. Good movie. It is a good one. I remember seeing it in theater, and I was just obsessed with it. I have to watch it every Christmas. I love it so much. So creepy. I just really love it. Mm -hmm. If you have not seen it, you need to watch it. Underrated for sure. I think so. All right, I don't know where we're at on the list. Uh, Oh, before we get to number one, does anyone have any honorable mentions they would like to throw out there? Um, sure. Jack Frost and Ginger Deadman. Okay, fun ones. Definitely. I've honestly never liked Jack Frost. Really? Yeah, one, one or two. I remember two has like a like a like he turns into Ice Cube and is like on a bikini model's nipples or something like that. But I I, I don't know. I just never liked them. I know they're like supposed to be stupid and corny, but it just never. Grab me, I guess. Sure. Um, my honorable mention would be Black Christmas. Um, and I will say which one. Uh, the 2006 remake would be my honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, neither of the Black Christmases are mine, but they're honorables. But I had Edward Scissorhands and um, Gremlins in there that I didn't put on my list for the reasons we restated. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then I will throw out my number one. And it is not a movie actually it is a tv episode and it is tales from the crypts and all through the house um that is like my absolute favorite anything christmas related horror wise um absolutely terrifying i watched it as a kid and it terrified me and it's still pretty creepy to this day um it's basically um the story is about 
Um, this woman who um, murders her husband and is trying to dispose of the body um, on Christmas Eve. And what we find out is that a um, mental patient has also escaped this night and um, wearing a Santa suit. And he has come across her while she's trying to dispose of this body. And he is now trying to kill her. And uh, it's really good, really genuinely pretty scary and creepy and the look of the crazy santa is great and yeah it's my absolute favorite christmas horror thing so check it out if you haven't good one sam oh wait did you do your top one sam no i didn't so my top one would be black christmas from 2006 all right. Cool. I love it. I actually saw that before the original Black Christmas, and I remember seeing that one in theater. And I just loved all of the actresses that were in it because they were all popular and doing a lot of movies at the time. It's fucking scary. Billy is creepy as shit. Don't with say his... too much because we're going to be reviewing it. Well, he's creepy as shit with his jaundiced skin color. It's just creepy. And it still scares me every time I watch it. All right. 2003's Dead End, which I think Joe talked about last episode. Um, but basically, this family's driving on Christmas Eve from the in-laws. They take the same route every year. This time, however, they tr- uh, decide to take a shortcut through like a forest kind of thing. <coughs> Excuse me. And then a random lady in white appears, and they follow her, and just bad stuff starts happening. So Dead End, it's kind of a mystery of what's going on. Um, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Ray, Ray Wise stars in it, and he's... I mean, excellent in everything, so there you go for that alone. But I've never seen it. Oh, Dead End, man. It's great. Have you seen it? I Well, Dead End sounds familiar, but I don't think I have seen it. I'll have to look it up. We'll have to watch it. And make sure you watch the entire credits. There's two little mini scenes, one at the very like back end and one like you know midway through. So check it out. Cool. And my favorite one is um, Krampus. Hmm. Uh, We already talked about it, but I will say that the first time I saw it, I didn't like it. And it's only when I went to Halloween Horror Nights and went through the Krampus maze that I'm like, wow, this maze is really fucking awesome. I should watch this movie again. And when I watched it again, I started liking it. And it's one of those movies that every time I watch it, I like it more and more. So... Krampus is my favorite if we remove Gremlins, which would have been my favorite had we included it. Nice. And then I have have any of you guys seen Rare Exports? Because I've seen that popping up on a lot of people's like favorite Christmas horror movies and I've yet to see it, but it's a 2010 release? Not yet. It's on Shutter though. I have it in my queue. Okay. Heard a lot of great I think is it foreign? Uh looks like it's yeah, there's some Asian kids on it, so one okay. of those. That's one I'll definitely be checking out because I was looking when I was looking at um, stuff for today. I saw that popping up like everywhere. So, all right, what? what? Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right, lead off, Steve. All right. Um, so, like I said, I was uh, home for the holidays, so I got to watch a lot of movies, and my big goal has been to trying to polish off all the 2019 releases before I do my top 10 list for next week. 
So the first one that I watched is The Dead Don't Die. I'm not going to say too much about it because you guys reviewed it in the past. But basically, it's a zombie apocalypse starring Bill Murray and uh, Kylo Ren, uh, Adam Driver, I think, and a bunch of other actors. For me, this is almost like if Wes Anderson made a zombie movie. Uh, how do you guys feel about Wes Anderson as a director? He's he's quirky. Yeah. Not really my style. Yeah. Yeah, he's. I think he's one of those guys that people either love him or hate him. There's not like a lot of middle. A little, a little bit like Ari Aster um, in the horror genre. So I love Wes Anderson. And actually, when I went to see a movie called uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, the entire theater, other than my friend and I, walked out before it was oh, over. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because they hated it so much, but I loved it. I, I on the day the DVD was released, I was like waiting in line to get an exclusive Steve Zissou like cap and stuff. So I'm a big fan of Wes Anderson, and in that respect, I kind of liked <laughs> The Dead Don't Die. Uh, it is weird as shit. Uh, some dialogue was like completely came out of nowhere. Like the self-aware dialogue was a little weird, but I kind of enjoyed it. You know, it's uh, the zombies. I thought were pretty cool. Uh, some of the kills are funny. Uh, I laughed a few times, and I'd say, uh, yeah, I like it. Man, it's the first not person I heard 10. like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not a top ten, but uh, I don't even. I don't even remember a lot about it because I like, I <laughs> I cut the part of my brain <laughs> that comprehended that movie. I cut that part out. Yeah, I listened to a podcast, and a couple of them actually liked it on it. So. Steve is not alone. I did like Adam Driver and Bill Murray's performances, but that was about it. I'm interested uh, in our audience. If you guys are Wes Anderson fans, if you like the movie, because I feel that they're very similar in style. So that might be a thing. Wes did Darjeeling Limited, right? Yeah, Darjeeling Limited, okay. uh, Royal Tenenbaums. Like uh, Patrick, uh, the hotel Bob movie, Walker. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Little quirky little guy. Very artsy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone like talks like weird. Right. Yeah. Um, I'll go. I did Zombieland Part Two, Double Tap, and uh, <sighs> Unneeded. Yeah. I guess it. You know, it it wasn't bad at all by any means. Um, a lot of the comedy, you know, was pretty good. The violence is good, except for a lot of like CG and unnecessary places. But I guess that's I guess part of the charm. Um, I just, just not needed at all, man. Like you could have not had this movie and just leave it at that. Um, not terrible. Not going to make it anywhere near my top movie or top, you know, the lowest movies or my top 10, just a middle of the pack average comedy movie, I guess you can say, but yeah, it's for Emma Stone. She's good. All the acting is well done. And I really like the, um, where they have like similar characters that are like copy them. But different actors, you know, like the doppelgangers. That was a really good scene, but it didn't last long enough, in my opinion. But uh, everyone did a great job. It's just like I didn't get the point of the movie. Like, yeah. All right. I guess I'll go next. Um, I watched. Um, it's kind of it's hot on the streets right now. Everyone's talking about it, but I watched uh, "Don't Fuck with Cats," uh, currently streaming on Netflix. Um, it is a true crime documentary. Um, so how this starts off is is you have um, basically these people, this video surfaced online of this guy um, 
I won't go too detailed into it. Basically, this, yeah, this guy, you know, is killing two cats on this video. Um, and these people, you know, basically on the Internet created like this group where they kind of dissect the video trying to figure out like who who the hell did this and whatnot. Um, and while they're doing that, another video services of the guy killing more cats in another way. Um, and that happens a couple more times. Um, and with the more videos coming out, um, you have these people uh, on the internet basically becoming police detectives trying to figure out like what happened and stuff. Um, and then um, it takes an even crazier twist and turn um, where you find out the guy um, turns into an actual murderer. Um, and I'll leave it at that um, because probably the less you know going in, the better. Um, I definitely recommend it. Um, it's a really, really good true crime documentary. Um, the story is insane, um, and it was great. Um, yeah, definitely recommend it. Uh, don't fuck with cats on Netflix. I I missed the part that was true true crime, so this is actually a true story. Yeah. Also, oh, they mm-hmm. show they like real cats' deaths and stuff. Uh, yeah, they don't really hey. show it. They kind of like show bits and pieces of the video, but they don't show the full any of the full videos. So. Um, you know, one is like he... No! Okay, okay, I won't say anything. But, uh, yeah, they're, it's pretty disturbing. Um... I take it they catch the motherfucker. I... I won't say anything. Damn it, Joe! The guy, um, but he... But the the crazy part is he goes from cats to killing an actual person, and that actual... That's how it happens! And that actual video is actually still online, and you can watch it. It's called, uh, One Lunatic, One Ice Pick, um... Uh, maybe you've heard of it, maybe not, but uh, yeah. So, it's so if you have kids that crazy. abuse your pets, I suggest you stop your children now. <laughs> if you have a little brother, a little sister, and they just punched your dog in the head, go break their arm. <laughs> stop it while it's ahead, guys. What if the dog was being an asshole? Nope. Okay, I better stop punching my dog. I was, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I don't know if I can watch that, to be honest with you, Joe. It sounds like a little bit too extreme. Um, I will say that they handle it where it's not too graphic or anything no, like that. No, I've seen a lot of people comment. They're like, I thought I could handle watching it, but it was just too much. Um, I Like, mean, you it, know what's happening to the cats, and you can sure. only imagine in your fucking head. So it's it's like you don't have to show it. I already know because you told me how they die. I would say the, if you're a horror fan, you can probably handle it because you've seen... I mean, granted, no, this is real life. life. Yeah, it's sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're set, if you're sensitive. If you have a soul, you mean. <laughs> a sure. soul. It's good. I mean, if you're into true crime, if you're into ser- if you were into serial killer documentaries, stuff like that, I think you'll definitely like like, like it. And it's, it's riveting. It's really a, an amazing story. It's crazy. Yeah, but I'm into all of that. And I know I'm you are. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. I'd rather die than the cats he killed. <laughs> mm. the, the poor guy. <sighs> Sam? Sam? I can't. I'm recover, recover, recover. Um, so like always, not gonna let you guys down listening. I don't even know if I watched any horror this past week. What am I doing on the podcast? Great question. (laughs) Um, someone had mentioned Adam Driver. I completely forgot he was in The Dead Don't Die. Um, I watched his new movie with Scarlett Johansson, which is on Netflix. It's called A Marriage Story, I believe. 
Everyone's raving about it. It's very good. Um, I didn't know who Adam was before this, and I absolutely love him. So if you feel like crying your eyes out, you should check it out. You liked it too, Joe, right? I did. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Uh, fuck Luke Magnata. Yeah, Luca Magnata. That's I'm, the guy. I'm looking him up. Canadian guy, Steve. Go handle this. He was Canadian. Yeah. yeah. I Go get him. Go get him. Vancouver. No problems. Uh, is it my turn? He mailed like body parts to like the Canadian Jesus Prime Minister. Christ. What yeah, a freak. Crazy. Yeah, is that was... like a big story up there, Steve? Oh, yeah. He was huge uh, when it happened there. So, yeah. Uh, okay, I think it's my turn. Uh, so the next one I watched, uh, again, you guys reviewed, uh, so I won't say too much about it, but it's uh, this little movie called Midsummer. Uh, I'd never seen it. Uh, I had tickets for it, and then I got sick, so I didn't see it. Holy shit, this movie is something else. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I knew going in what I was, you know, I knew I was getting into because it's uh, who directed it and, you know, the studio that made and everything, but uh, this was a lot of movie. And, uh, yeah, uh, I don't even know what to say about it, but this will definitely make it somewhere on my top ten. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. I like to hear. <laughs> These are kittens, Joe, not cats. Yeah, they were kittens. And a snake. Oh, stop torturing yourself. Uh-huh. You're going to cry tonight. I can't. This motherfucker, dude. Look at his fucking dead eyes, that piece of shit. All right, I'm going to move on to my favorite non-horror movie of the year. So I apologize for anyone that gets pissed off when we talk about non-horror. However, it also has Scarlett Johansson in it, Sam. Wait, let me guess. Go. I can't. I don't know. Jojo Rabbit. Oh, I've never uh, heard of it. Directed by the same director oh, nice. that, that did What We Do in the Shadows. Um, Taki- I can't pronounce his name. Um, Take out TD. There you go. <laughs> but Jojo Rabbit <laughs> is about a young Nazi youth, um, obviously in the middle of World War II. It's very uh, kind of Wes Anderson style, too, I guess is a good way to point it, uh, put it. It's very dark comedy, very dry. Um, because they do a lot of comedy around like the atrocities that the German, you know, the Nazis committed. Basically, though, Scarlett Johansson is this dude's mother. His father is supposedly fighting off in the war somewhere, and he's like a Hitler youth to the core. Like goes to all the meetings, has camp and all that shit. And then he discovers that there's his mom's hiding a Jewish teenager in his attic. Um, so he has to go through like what's he gonna do and shit because he's a good Aryan boy and all that stuff. Uh, meanwhile, he's imagining Hitler, who is played by what's his name, Steve. There you go. The guy in What We Do in the Shadows, the the nice vampire, um, which is hilarious. But, you know, it's got a very big heart towards the end there, and it has a very good message and full of comedy, which is hard to do when they're literally, you know, hanging people for no reason. So um, Jojo Rabbit, very good movie. Yeah, he uh, He's known more for directing uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, that's right. I forget about that. He he plays Korg in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I completely forgot who directed that. That's a really good Marvel movie. Piss off, Ghost. Yeah, that's actually my favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, (laughs) it's 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 one of my favorite too. Yeah, Yeah. and he's directing the next one, so I'm excited. I like his style. He's very funny. Yeah, but he's right. Am I right with the kind of Wes Anderson kind of? Yeah, very much. Especially Jojo Rabbit, I hear. Yeah, it's really good. So I highly recommend it to everybody. Well, since we're on non-horror, I saw Star Wars 
the Rise of Skywalker. Don't um, you say a damn another, thing. Another Adam, right? Another Adam Driver movie. Yeah. <laughs> Can you? Uh, you haven't seen it yet, Todd? No, I'm waiting. Okay. Well, I will say, I enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't the best Star Wars movie ever or anything like that. Um, but I enjoyed it more than The Last Jedi. Um, I think it's a good popcorn flick. Um, but as a Star Wars movie, you can definitely pick it apart. Um, and I'll, I'll, that's all I'll say about it. I know Steve's art, too. Yeah, and I feel all the same way. It was entertaining, but holy plot holes, Batman. It's like... There's as soon as you start thinking about it, it, there's so many things that just don't make sense and are just weird. So, but still entertaining movie. Do you think that's a product of Ryan Johnson's part two fucking everything up? Probably. Yes, because they spent the first five minutes retconning Last Jedi. Oh my gosh! (laughs) I'll see it. It's just been so crowded here lately. I'll plus like all the kids are off Christmas break too, so I'll wait. Um, I mean, I just watched Christmas movies, so you guys can skip me. <laughs> All right. Um, the last one I saw was uh, Brightburn, which is a kind of super... What happens if Superman had gone bad instead of good? Uh, I liked it a lot. Uh, I love superhero movies, so that probably helped a lot. It was gorier than I thought it would be. Um, a scene in particular where he kills the guy from Breaking Bad there... Uh, Mm. Badger uh, is just like gruesome as hell, and I think I'm gonna have to think about it. But this might also make my top ten. I, just, I gotta look at it again. But I, I really dug this movie. Yeah, I think it will make my it will make my top ten as well. Yeah, it's definitely horror. I, I think someone had mentioned it might not be horror at one podcast, but I think it was horror enough to make a horror list. Mm-hmm. Daughter. <sighs> Shouldn't have spelt your beans, Joe. <laughs> the Lighthouse, uh, directed by our boy. Which one is it? I confuse him. Robert Eggers, um, director of The Witch, which is my top decade, which is a fucking amazing film. But anyway, uh, The Lighthouse had. Well, who hasn't seen it? Steve? Just Steve. Okay, yeah. uh, so I'll do a quick summary. Uh, two guys go to Lighthouse for a month, um, whether just together. Uh, one of them, played by Willem Dafoe, is super fucking weird. It doesn't let, um, what's his face, the new Batman, uh, Robert Pattinson. Pat- yeah, it doesn't let him do anything but a bunch of bitch work. And basically, you start questioning reality. And I'll leave it at that. Um, damn, I wanted to talk about it. So, Steve, you got to watch this one soon. Yeah, it's on my list. I want to watch it before next week. All right, yeah. cool. Uh, who's next? All right. Um, I got, I'll go, I got one more for tonight. Um, I watched a movie called Crypsis, um, which is about, um, these group of friends who basically make this bet that they can all, you know, who can survive on an island, like, the longest, um, and there ends up being, like, a creature on the island that tries to kill them all. Um, super low budget, um, terribly acted, um... Yeah, not good at all. Um, this was actually a screener that was sent over to us, um, so I decided to give it a shot. But it's just, I just like my patience for movies that just like where right when it starts and just it looks so low budget, and then like the acting isn't even good. 
my patience like really wears thin on movies like that um so uh yeah i mean absolutely skip this one um not worth your time well i guess you won't be watching my killer santa movie then joe thanks (laughs) 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 hey those are short stories that's true that's true true. i can deal with those and it cost me zero dollars to make exactly (laughs) anyone else got anything nope i got another nazi thing because i guess apparently that's all i watch (laughs) Um, Man the High Castle season four, the final season, Amazon Prime, very good show. Um, mixed feelings on the ending because I mean you can't really please everybody with it, but overall, uh, begin to end very well rounded. So, Man the High Castle season four, it's about Nazis and Japanese winning the war and split America in two, and then what happens after that. Good show. I got one more actually because it's going to make my, well maybe make my top ten of the year list. So maybe. People want to check it out before um, they uh, make their lists. Um, it is called Harpoon. Um, it uh, 2019 release, obviously. Uh, it is about three friends who go out um, onto a, a boat for kind of a, a day trip, and um, what we and uh, basically one of the guys finds out that um, his girlfriend and the best friend have been fooling around. Um, and basically, um, he tries to kill them, and um, then some more crazy shit happens. Um, it's definitely a horror. Uh, I would say a really super dark com like comedy, but has a, a ton of horror elements in it. Um, really, really good. Um, this one actually really surprised me. Um, has a really good twist to it. Um, a lot of stuff you don't see coming. Um, and there's just three actors the whole movie, and um, it's really well acted, um, really well done, and uh, I highly recommend it. Harpoon. I think it's time for trivia. Let's do it. Let's get her done. Take <coughs> proper scores this time, Joe. I uh, yeah, I definitely need to do that. Which. I think Joe died. <laughs> He's talking mid sentence. Every, every week he, he like leaves the room when we do trivia. <laughs> I forgot my book with the scores. Oh my god! <laughs> well, it's coming down the wire, people. I think we only have two. Uh, this and another episode, right? Next week is yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Thirty dollar items are coming for me to you, fools. Yep. Okay, so currently. The scores are in uh, first place. We have Todd with 36 points. In second place is Steve with 34 points. In third place, Joe with 32 points. And in last place is Sam with 23 points. Let's do it. Who wants to go first this time? Um, well, Sam just went into the bathroom, so I... Let's make small talk, then. Let's make small talk. Okay. Are you guys having trouble with your decade list? It's freaking hard, man. It's hard as fuck, yeah. If we did, like, a top 25, so it'd be much. easy. Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, I, uh, I haven't done all my research yet, so I definitely, um... I mean, I know, like, already what, like, my top, like, five is going to be. Yeah. But it's definitely going to be tough, like, with the other five, for sure. I'm back. Sorry about that. No problem. It's okay. All right. Who's I was 
Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say who's going first. I'll start off. All right. In Black Christmas. Billy. The original. 1974, is it? Yep. Yeah. Okay. What is the name of the house mother? Oh. Uh, Susan. No. Mary. I don't even know her first name. This oh, motherfucker doesn't know it? Real name? <laughs> no. Like, is it uh, name Mrs. Is Mack? Something. Oh, I think Steve said it. Is that it? Yeah. What'd you say? Mrs. Mack? Yes. Okay, just, okay. This is Mac. Whatever. I watched it yesterday, so it's good, <laughs> good you're asking those questions. <laughs> All right. All right, yeah. I'll go next. Do it. Go. Do it, do it, do it, do it. All righty. In the original Black Christmas, what was the name of the sorority house cat? Claudette. Claude. Whatever, Joe. You already guessed. <laughs> was it really that? <laughs> It's Claude. Claude. Do not remember that. I need to stop watching his movies like a week before. I need to watch them the day of. <laughs> yeah, that's the trick. Damn it. <laughs> All right, I'll go next. Hold on, know. boy. <laughs> uh, Steve? All right. Um, also Black Christmas related. Shit. What was the film called in its initial release in the United States? Silent Night, Evil Night. That's correct. Nice. All right. In Gremlins, what is Billy's father's job? Uh, he works at a TV store. He's an inventor. Damn it. Yeah, Joe, Joe got it. Same thing. Yeah. Close. <laughs> <laughs> Joe? Up. Me? Okay. Okay. What other famous holiday movie did Krampus director Michael Doherty make? Trick or treat. Correct. Yay. <clears throat> All right. Um, let's see. Okay, so Katie Cassidy, who played Kelly from the first remake of Black Christmas, 2006, was in what other horror remakes? Give me two. Wait, who's the girl? Her name's Katie Cassidy. She was in two other horror remakes. Mm-hmm. My Bloody Valentine. She played Kelly in the remake. Which one's Kelly? I can't remember. No more, Kelly. no more freaking hints, Joe. <laughs> My Bloody Valentine and Friday the Thirteenth. Eh. Oh darn it! I'm gonna go. Turn on Street. No, you're just guessing now, Joe. Is it right? Yes, that one's right. Okay. Quick, Steve, say Nightmare on Elm Street so you can get one. I, I, I said Halloween, but I, I have no idea. All right, well. You have to get both yep. of them. What? I, I already guessed I don't get a, another shot. Todd, I'll give you another shot. A Nightmare on Elm Street? <laughs> Wait, no. I <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I don't know. The other one was When a Stranger Calls. Oh. oh. I don't think I've seen the remake. <laughs> Fine, I'll throw another point out there that you guys can get. She was also on a show that I talk about all the time. But the Vampire Slayer. What? Vampire Slayer? For Buffy? No. Damn. Degrassi. Nope. All right, it we... would be supernatural. Oh, um, fucking shit. Fine, here's another point. No. Was... <laughs> I'm just joking. 
Uh, your turn, Steve. Okay. That's uh, also Black Christmas related. Shit. The story was inspired by an actual series of murders during Christmas in which city? Chicago. Uh, Milwaukee. You guys want a hint? Sure. Sure. Okay, you better be quick on this one. I was born there. uh, Winnipeg. Nope. Damn it. Toronto. Nope. No. Vancouver. Nope. Damn it. (laughs) It's where all the prostitutes are at. I can't remember. Detroit. Of course. Where else? (laughs) No, it starts with an A. And. But what, how many other Canadian cities are there? Winnipeg, Toronto, Vancouver. How many Canadian cities are there? I'm naming them all here. It's the second biggest country in the world. So. <laughs> By land mass. By land mass, it's still uh, not. Uh, no, the an- the answer was Montreal. That's what I was saying. That's where the prostitutes are at. <laughs> are, right. I know that's where the prostitutes are at, but that's not the name of the city. Wait a minute, <laughs> that's a th- That's a thing. What's the thing? The prostitutes? Yeah, that's like a, yeah, they, a fact. They call it the Disneyland of, uh, of sex. Is it legal there? It's like pussy houses there's everywhere. Big, yeah, it's a big red light district. Yeah. There. Oh, so it's like... It, it, okay. It's not legal. It's like they just don't... I don't care. It, I guess they just like, don't enforce it. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, so the, the actual story was inspired by a serial killer called Wade Bodden who killed four people around Montreal in... The uh, 1970s. Ooh, interesting. All right. In Silent Night, Deadly Night, what job does Billy have? Got a TV door. (laughs) I will accept job or, you know, place. Salesperson. What'd you say? Salesperson? No. Alrighty, I'll stop. Everyone, everyone, everyone pass? Yeah, it's been too long. I haven't seen it forever. Alright, he was a stock boy at a toy store. Damn it. Uh, damn, damn, damn shit. it. Fuck. Shit. Is it my turn? Yep. What movie are the gremlins watching in the movie theater? Oh. Oh, um... Oh, man. Are No. Who owns gremlins? Let's see. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Nope. Oh, man. I don't remember. It's a Disney movie. Oh, I know. Snow White and the Seven Doors. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. All fun. All right, my turn. Again, in the Black Christmas remake... Not the remake make, but the remake. <laughs> what secret Santa gift does Eve give to Heather? Ooh, fuck. Oh. That's a This is, oh. What gift does Eve give to Heather? Uh, a watch. A sweater, is it? A watch. It's in the original. She calls her a bitch. <clears throat> no she does. sweater, no watch. I don't Blues? know. Um, I have no idea. Sex tape. Did Todd <laughs> guess yet? Or was that Steve's guess? Well, uh, that's not the den mother, right? That she gives a thing to? Nope. 
No? Because I think that was wine, wasn't it, or something? I don't know. A glass unicorn. Oh. There's a callback, too. The original. Damn it. He kills her. He kills her with a glass unicorn in the. Well, I, it's from the remake, though. Yeah. I'm asking. But it's like a callback kind. Of. I know, but I wasn't saying what was the callback. <laughs> Sorry. <to. laughs> excuse me. You're excused. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So, last Black Christmas question for me. The director of Black Christmas, Bob Clark, directed another. A Christmas story. Christmas story. Yeah, that's a Todd guy. Sam, your turn. I'll kill you, Todd. I already asked him. <laughs> you did? What was? Oh, okay. That was your last one. Okay. This one is... I know Sam might have a jump on it. Okay. Oh, God. It's a two-parter, though. Worth uh, two points. I'm scared. In the movie P2, what is the job of the bad guy, and where is he chasing her? He works in the garage. Well, where is got... he chasing her? Okay, What is what is his job, and where is he chasing her? He works in the garage. Garage, garage He's security. So Joe got one of them right, and then Sam got it right the first time with the parking garage, so I guess split. Alright, I'll take it. One to one. Damn it, you guys. I thought you were going to ask, what song do they slow dance to? What song do they slow dance to? I'll have a blue a wee 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 Christmas without you Oh, that's great. That's a great impression. I I need to watch that. I haven't seen that in a long time. We watched it a couple years. Was it maybe even last year? We We watched watched it. it, Yeah. All right, tally it up. All right. Sorry. All right. Um. So uh, after tonight, Sam got two points to up her score to twenty-five points. All right. Uh, Joe got four points. What? From where? Trust you. To leapfrog Steve with thirty-six points. Um. Steve got one point tonight to make it thirty-five, and Todd got three points. To go to 39. Commanding. So, Todd, Todd currently with a three-point lead. And yeah. I wonder what I'm going to have you guys get me. I mean, I know we have one round left, but I'm going to gear all my questions towards Sam next time. <laughs> Do you have any ideas, Todd? No, I, I don't. Have you thought about it? Joe probably like, thinks up at night. He's like, ugh. I sure in the hell haven't. <laughs> Joey, Joe has a note on his trivia score sheet of what he wants. Yep. My Little Pony factory set. I thought we were just sending each other like 30 bucks. I think that might be the safest way because so Steve doesn't have to pay <laughs> shipping and all that. Well, we should just like, we can buy it and then we can PayPal each other. Then fine. <laughs> well, you can buy it. And then just have it shipped to Todd, right? Like yeah, you can do like it. Amazon. No, we don't yeah. buy it. Yeah, if, if I buy Amazon.com, like the U.S. version, I can ship it oh. to Todd. Well, I'm not going to win for sure. I'm only up by three. But do you know what I mean? Like if you're on Trick or Treat Studios, you just put the shipping address yeah. for Todd. Yeah. Oh, okay. that makes sense. I could do, I could do that. Okay. Not like we buy it and then ship it to him. Do we just surprise them then? 
Or do they? Pick no, it? I mean he'll tell us. Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, you want to, you just want to call the competition now? And I know. I'll I can tell you what. <laughs> no, no fucking ten point questions or anything next round, bastards. <laughs> We're all gonna have like supernatural questions next week. <laughs> I know. No trivia questions of the movies we're talking about next time. <laughs> Speaking of movies we're talking about, we got to talk about three of them. Let's do it. So how about you guys want to do chronological order or you guys lead with the remix, which means Steve couldn't see it. Maybe lead with the remake because there's not much to say about it. Take it away. Sure. Yeah, well, we can lead with the, the well, the re- Re, remake. Yeah. Uh, Black Christmas 2019. Sam and I are the only two that have seen it. So uh, we'll lead off with it. Um... Do you want me to give the plot here, or do you want to give it? What kind of question is that? Of course I do. You're going to give it? You know you oh, you want it. me to give it? Okay. All right, so 2019's Black Christmas. Um, Blumhouse surprised us all, I would say, by uh, announcing that they were going to be remaking Black Christmas once again. Um, and then the trailer came out, and people were like, what the fuck is this? Um and then they found out we found out it was PG thirteen, and people were like, "What's what going on here?" <laughs> yeah, uh, but anyway, uh, Black Christmas uh, two thousand thirteen is about um, a group of sorority girls. Sound familiar? Possibly um, are basically being um, stalked by um, a killer during Christmas break. Um, what we don't really know is who the killer is or anything like that. Um, the movie stars Carrie Elwes as one of the professors. Um, but basically what we find out here is is that um, one of the girls was um, basically raped by um, one of the male sorority boys. Paternity. 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 I'm sorry. Paternity boys. Paternity. Paternity. Fraternity? Yeah. Fraternity boys. Um, and uh, no one basically believed her. Um, so the whole movie is kind of playing on this role of, you know, you know, it definitely plays into today's culture with, you know, with the Me Too movement and, you know, and stuff like that. Um, but, all right, so, you know, the movie plays as, you know, your basic slasher where girls are getting, these sorority girls are getting killed off one by one by this masked killer who we don't know who it is during Christmas time. Um, and then spoilers coming up folks. Um, we get the big reveal. Um, we find out that there are actually multiple killers going around and not, and when I say multiple, I don't mean like two or three. There's like a whole, um, cult of men going around, uh, killing the whole frat. Yeah. The whole fraternity is going around killing the girls why well what we find out is um so basically um earlier on in the movie there's one of the characters she's kind of a social justice you know warrior type person who um had the statue of the um the guy who ran the campus is his statue she had it removed um when they removed it they found this black ooze that was oozing out of the statue that basically um, turned, like, basically made the men realize that, like, that it was basically, <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, it basically turned, like, the men into these, like, 
psychotic beings, but like, like, it, like I don't even know what you call it. It's where like it brought their men instincts, like, like yeah, like up. their male like toxicity yes. pretty much out. Um, and they realize that women are are trying to take over, and we have to take our male take male power, power back. back. And um, it sounds as ridiculous yeah. as as it is. Um, this movie was just terrible. Um, it was like easily the worst of the year for me as far as like a major release goes. Um, the plot is so stupid. Um, I just couldn't believe that they, like, greenlit a story like this. Um, you know, yeah, just really, really bad. I don't know, Sam, if you have anything else to say on it. Um, okay, so I'm a huge fan of Black Christmas 2006. Um, so when I knew that they were making this remake, I was like, oh, okay, like, I don't really need to see a remake remake, but since I liked the remake so much, I was going to give this one a chance. But then I saw the trailer, and I was immediately turned off. Um, I pretty much agree with everything with Joe, although I will say, like, it has Imogen Poots in it, which is from Friday Night, and then also Green Room. It has Elise Shannon, which she is in the remake of Charmed, and then it has Brittany O'Grady, which is from the Fox show um, star and I thought all of the acting was good with the girls um, but just the plot was so ridiculous and it was just so fucking stupid mm. like I don't know they were pushing the agenda which yeah that's fine I'm not like hating on girl power or anything like that but just the fact that they used this statue that had I don't even know what you fucking call it <sighs> like magic powers yeah. to make these fucking loser boy Brat brothers like more piggy than they are and more like ugh, it just made me sick I was like this is ridiculous which is a shame because all of the acting was really good and it's just it was awful yeah, yeah I mean it's like it was a movie that was made by like I don't know like this generation I guess like of social justice people but the problem and I which don't have fine, a problem but it's with, just yeah. the whole plot with the statue thing that right. is yeah. Yeah, it was really stupid, and I don't even have a problem with like an agenda um, in certain types of movies. You um, do. You hate agendas. I I do. Um, but like you know, if you're trying to promote like you know, um, you know, girls coming out like you know against rape and whatnot and stuff like that, like I have no problem with that. But basically, they I feel like they were just like preaching to their own choir in this movie. There was like nothing new or anything like that. It was just, like, all the same shit you always hear, and they didn't try to, like, yeah. push anything new. Like, even you look at the original Black Christmas, and they had the stuff with abortion in there and stuff like that, and that was more interesting than anything that was in this movie. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just... I would definitely say skip this one. It was just... It was terrible. I, I don't... There was no redeeming qualities about this movie to me. Um, I guess the actors were fine. Like, the female actresses were were okay in it. Um, none of the kills... All the kills were off-screen, mm -hmm. too. So, like, there wasn't even any, like, good gore scenes or anything like that. Um, yeah, really bad. How much makeup did Carrie always have on? Aw, <laughs> Todd. He was, uh, he was, man, he was looking for a paycheck I, to be in this movie, I guess, because, uh... No, it's not. 
He was very good. His voice good in it. gotta work, but he, maybe no. he didn't like the script, but he's still gonna do the damn job. I don't know. I mean, if you're, a, I don't know. Like, I think some actors have, if they read a script that's dog shit, they're not gonna do it. That's why I say I think he was yeah, for but a he, pay, well, for a paycheck. Know. Maybe he, yeah. he thought. I don't know. I mean, the girls all did well, but the script sucked. Yeah, the script was awful. I, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I would never watch it again. I mean, maybe if I was like sixteen, I would be like, "Yeah, I liked it," but just. Yeah, maybe there was yeah. just nothing new. They didn't go outside the box. It was just like fucking was, tapioca. The, the pudding. plot was so dumb. Like you could not have a more just like ridiculously stupid plot. Like. Yeah, I mean, that's what absolutely killed it. Like, you know, like, 20 minutes, half hour in, I was like, this isn't that bad. Like, I even said that to Sam out loud. Um, but, man, like, then once you got to that, at the end and the twist and everything, it was just, it completely went off the rails. There is one thing, that because when it first started, I was like, oh, I think I'm going to like this, maybe. Is that it wasn't, well... Because the remake of Black Christmas, I love it because it's all in the house. Like, there's no non-house scenes until the end. But this one is, like, they're walking through campus. They're at a coffee shop. It's, like, daylight all the time. Like, it's just not scary, like, how the remake is. So, like, that with the daytime scenes and stuff and them traveling, doing every normal day things, I was like, meh, I'm not going to like it. So, yeah. Mm Want to rate them? Want to rate it? Sure. Okay, I'll I'll go first. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three out of ten. Um, I thought it was terrible, and a three actually might even be a little generous for it. Uh, but like I said, the female actors were okay in it, and uh, that was about it. So yeah. Um, this is tough. Go girl power, but. <laughs> I'm going to rate this a three. I liked the girls. I liked the friends. But once the whole fucking plot kind of revealed itself, I was like, no. So I'm going to go with the... I don't even remember what I rated because it's not three. even worth remembering. <laughs> Both of us threes. Um, yeah, definitely. Horror Squad not approved. I don't think Todd or Steve would like this movie either. Um, and I, I think Todd would maybe even low, rate it lower than us. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't waste your time at yeah. all. Yeah. Sam, why don't you do the Black Christmas remake and uh, original synopsis? No! Do it! No! Do it. Wait, which one are we doing first? You want to just mix them? Because they're pretty much the same movie. I Really? I, I don't think so. I think they're very different. Well, then why don't you do the original I'll do the remake? Okay, go for I'll, it. All right, I'll start. I'll do the original. We can do the original first, I guess. Um, okay, uh, Black Christmas, nineteen seventy-four. It's not in seventy-four. No, <laughs> I thought it was. Um, directed by Bob Clark. Um, basically, the movie is about sorority sorority girls in the sorority house um, that um, are getting weird and mysterious calls. Um, from an unknown assailant. Suck my cock. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Lick my cock. Um, but yeah, basically they're getting, uh, all these weird calls and stuff, um, and then one of their friends goes missing, 
Um, so basically the the plot, you know, the way the rest of the movie goes is they're trying to find um, their friend along with the police trying to figure out who um, is making these calls um, at this sorority house. Um, and yeah, that's the basic plot of um, the original Black Christmas. Also, you got Homegirl's dad coming too to find out why she didn't show up to their meeting point, which is super sad. Right. Yeah. I just bummed me out. And um, uh, honestly, there's I don't know a horror fan that hasn't seen this, right? Or is it, this is anyone's first viewing, right? Nope. Nope. Okay. Um, I like it, man. It, it's super unsettling just because how like sleazy the guy is, you know, with the prank calls. Yeah. It's like, first of all, when you say like "suck my cock" in different circumstances, it's still like really aggressive to me. So that already that already kind of like is off putting, especially like when he's like, yeah, 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 so I can lick my cat, and I'm like, oh, they're fucking gross. But um, <laughs> what came first, though? You know, the caller being in the house was it this one or when a stranger calls? I, I just thought it was based on the um, I thought the it... urban legend, right? Was it okay with like the babysitter? Yeah, it's from that. Oh, okay, I didn't put that together. I thought it was like a oh, because. Well, when a stranger calls was later than this one, so I guess it's the one that it first. Right. Got it. Um, I don't know what to say about it. I really like this movie. I mean, what do you guys got? Yeah, I really liked it as well, and I didn't remember the calls being so graphic and making me want to take a shower. Not like that way, but I just felt really yucky listening to him. <laughs> I kept telling Joe, I was like, ew, tell him to stop, Joe. He's a pervert. It's just so nasty and aggressive. And I don't know. I felt like the girls were on the phone a little too long. Like, just They liked it. <laughs> the one did. The one told, yeah. How about the, um, I don't, it's not graphic, but it's super graphic, if that makes sense, with the, the bag over the head scene. Yes, Todd. That, okay, so see, because the bag over the head in the remake that really gave me like heebie-jeebies because I saw that one first and then seeing this one, um, not for the first time tonight, but earlier on, whatever. But yeah, that's fucking creepy and the fucking body's just chilling with the bag over her head the whole fucking movie. Even towards it's, the damn end. The end, yeah. The very like, last scene. Like the cops aren't going to go through the house and just look and find the bodies there. Yeah, that dumbass. Yeah. Where the other girl is and where the house mother is. They don't give a fuck. It's Christmas. I want to get home. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, Steve uh, or Joe? Uh, sure, I'll go. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I liked this movie overall. Um, I definitely think it um, is a bit of a slow mover. Um, I would have liked to have seen, like, more kills and whatnot. Um, I, I, I would have liked to have a higher body count, but that's just me. Um, okay, you're asking too much. Well, this is in the I, 70s. This, like... Sure. Um, I, yeah, which is, you know, I didn't know what, what to expect, you know, um, when I first saw this. Um, but, yeah, I still think, I mean, it's really well acted. Um, the movie looks, you know, it's shot well and everything like that. Um, you know, that's just, like, my nitpick about it. Um, I would have liked more bodies and stuff, especially, like, after watching the these back-to-back with the 2006 one and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's a really good movie. I... Yeah, I mean, that's all I really got to say about it. I liked um, the house mother, too, hiding all of her liquor bottles. Yeah, the place. she was a riot. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and hiding the like the pornography on the walls from like the pictures <laughs> <Yeah>. and stuff. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so this movie is like super, like it's a huge thing in Canada. Uh, we're like really proud of this movie because it's uh, a movie you know written by Canadian, filmed in Canada, all that stuff. Uh, but it actually really bombed in the U.S. from my understanding, uh, which is why they tried to change the name on its release, which was uh, Silent Night, Evil Night. And then for the TV broadcast, they tried to change the name again to Stranger in the House, uh, which is weird. But it only became like popular later mm-hmm. uh but it did inspire halloween so that's kind of a big deal and i i really like it you know up until yesterday uh i thought it was probably going to be the best version of this movie uh, because it is such a classic i've seen it a t- bunch of times um but damn like <laughs> we'll talk about it soon but i got surprised that you know the remake was kind of this but all the all the complaints i had about this one which uh, Joe kind of touched on. I thought there could have been a little bit of a higher body count. I thought the gore could have been a little bit more, but I do understand it's 1974. You know, it's uh, for its time. This was very graphic, um, but yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, who do you think is in the right, Jess or her boyfriend, about the whole abortion thing? Great question, Todd. I was going to ask. That. Oh, we're getting serious now. We're getting deep, well, guys. Laughing when he was like, "Don't you think of anyone other besides yourself?" I was like, "Ha." That's true. He's got a point. Right? I mean, she's got to consult with him at least. My body, my choice. I 100%. I'm just teasing. uh, (laughs) All right, we're going to get. No, let's not get political. (laughs) She should have consulted with him and not just been like, hey, this is happening, motherfucker, deal with it. That was my gripe with it. But he was being like a little kind of. Like a little bitch, too. You're gonna be like, hey, come on, can we talk about that? But she clearly wasn't into him, dude. She just wanted the D. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, Joe was like, why would she tell him she should just do it and not tell him? Uh, I don't know. No one's gonna mention that she was British and, like, none of the other characters even, like, said anything about it. (laughs) Yeah, it's just the actors. But that's where she went to school at. Like, she she wasn't from around the area. She could have been an exchange student. Olivia Hussey or something. Do you guys recognize her? Like, Whose wife she plays? Uh, whose wife does she play? Yeah, I'll that... give you a hint. She's riding on a bike with just. Oh, yeah. fucking it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fucking silver whatever bike. What's he call it? I know silver. Silver bullet? There you go. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> Audra. Uh, is that all we got for this one? Yeah. Oh, and it's interesting to note that John Saxon. Isn't it? Which is awesome. Love that guy. Interesting also to note is Kier Duella, who stars in 2001 A Space Odyssey, is uh, Commander Bowman, which I fucking love that movie. Yeah, it's uh, a big movie. Yeah, he's still alive, man. I'm looking at him right now. He's born in 36 and he's still going at it. Jesus. Yep. <laughs> wow. He's still out getting after it. He's still acting. Jeez. Yeah. The homie's uh, 83 years old. That's crazy. All right, remake time. Basically, it is the same exact plot. As this movie, however, they dive into his backstory, uh, Billy, why he's doing this shit, uh, as well as Billy talking about when he's uh, in like an insane asylum. So basically, back in the day in this house before it became a um, sorority house, Billy has a dumbass, horrible mother and a cool-ass, awesome dad. However, the mother and her boyfriend murder... Well, actually, the mother murders the dad. The boyfriend comes over and they bury his ass in the cellar. Um 
then they abuse him. They lock him up in the attic. And then one day, mom gets so horny that she has sex with him. Even though she hates him, which is a weird plot point. Hmm. Um, so, you know, I, well, I guess screw spoilers. Basically, the mom gets pregnant with Billy's baby, who turns out to be Billy's sister slash dad. Uh, fast forward, Billy was arrested for eating his uh, victims, his, his mom and the boyfriend. And now he's going to escape from uh, the mental asylum and go back to the house and wreak his revenge on everyone there. That's where we go. Uh, okay. Who wants to take Wait, it? did we rate the original? Oh, no, we didn't. Yeah. Uh, backtrack. I'll say... Um... Um, I'll say I'll give it a seven point nine. Seven and a half. I go seven. Seven and a half for me too. All right, back to the remake. So this movie basically does what the original does, but expands on pretty much everything. Um, I'll start with what I don't like. I guess first is, oh well, I'll ask you, Sam. Do girls really like call each other bitch constantly? Like bitch. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then why did the mom? She hated Billy like so much. Why did she fucking bang him? I don't know, Todd. I like, need that to know. Is so disturbing. When I watched got... it, ugh, it just made my st- like I can't stand seeing her feet rock back and forth while she's in that fucking rocking chair having sex with her son. Like, ugh. I just took it because she was trying to bang the guy and he fell asleep, so she just wanted to get her rocks off. So. This yellow dick. Oh, <laughs> so disgusting. And, uh, Steve, what you got going on with this? Uh, yeah, that, I, I hated that scene. Uh, it just, but at the same time, I think it was important to the story. And I yeah. hate that I say that because I really hate that scene, but uh, I think it drove the story forward in a way that uh, so, I, I should preface this. I'd never seen this movie before. Um, I'd only seen the original. So, I came into this really not knowing anything other than you guys had liked it. And, wow, I really dug this version. Um, it's just, it's so good. It, it really fixes a lot of the things I had an issue with the first one. I thought the gore was great. I thought the story was a little more solid. Even though I think that maybe they went a little too far into his backstory. And we'll talk about that a little later with one of the questions we got from the uh, from a listener but i think the movie was really really fun and a lot of unexpected twists and yeah it's awesome i honestly thought the movie could have ended a little bit sooner like i didn't need the whole hospital seg- segment agreed yeah i, I did like he died scary in a hospital like <laughs> that's fucking scary when he like comes out of the roof the tile or whatever it the is it's cool, like how he dies, like by falling, mm-hmm. like how he gets impaled by the Christmas tree. That's definitely. But cool. it's like when you think you're good, you think you've survived this, chilling in your hospital gown, <laughs> and then there's Billy. Mm-hmm. I like when Did he's climbing like around the walls. Yellow? Did you like the man yeah. yellow in it? Yeah. You did like that. Yeah, it's it adds a you know creepy factor to him. Very yeah, creepy. Yeah. I agree. Okay, I do have a thing. So Billy and. Agnes creep me out, but when I see Agnes, I think of fucking white chicks every time. <laughs> like it's not like she used to scare me, but since white chicks has come out, I think was it before or after? I don't know. But some point, I realized that they look the same, and then I'm like, what a joke. Hmm. 
it's still creepy. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why, like, I'm, like, when Todd says, like, the movies are the same, I would, I think this one's very different. I mean, he has, like, a sister in this one now. He has, like, a, basically a child born out of incest, which that's not in that, the original movie. Well, I mean, they say, um, they talk about Agnes, like, they say it on the phone. Right, but we, there's no backstory no, to I Billy, know, so, like, we don't really know. Like... Yeah, we don't, like, in the first one, I just think Billy is basically just a psychotic yeah, man who just, just broke into sick. a house that's just a sicko whereas in this one like you know he he's lived in that back. house he's going back like there's a lot i feel like it's a lot different plot points and stuff um which i actually liked better in this one than i did the original so i actually preferred like the backstory of billy in this one i mean i think it's always um scarier when you don't know the backstory but it definitely worked in this movie especially like because it's a remake so I appreciated that they did something different, um, and so I thought like putting the backstory in like really helped um, with this movie. Um, but can we give a shout out to all of the babes in this movie? Yeah, it's chock I mean, full of them. Holy you shit! You got Michelle Trackenberg. Lacey Chabert is my favorite. Lacey Chabert, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Fine. Katie Cassidy. Andrea Martin makes a appearance yeah. again. She was in the original. She's like a snake makes... too. You see her nice Can little you let booty. Talk? <laughs> she was pretty good looking. She was annoying as fuck though. Her body was nice, but her face looks like a. Her terrible. attitude was terrible. <laughs> but anyway. And the house mother's played by the. Um... Well, that's what I was saying, but you were too busy talking about a booty okay. instead. Go on, Sam. Go on, Joe. I got nothing. You guys, this is some tension in the air today. You were saying. You were saying. Everyone's yelling at each other. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas wore me out. It does everybody, huh? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Like a mom-dad fight. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Steve are just sitting awkwardly at the dinner table. Yeah, exactly. Let's go play Xbox, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Who played the dead mother? I need to know. Andrea Martin. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, how about uh, call back to the original, the Margot Kidder? She's kind of a bitch, man. Wait, which one's her? Yeah, definitely. She's the one that keeps talking shit to everybody. The uh, drunk yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. From uh, yeah. what? You cracked me up. Indiana Jones, right? Superman. Oh, Superman. That's right. Yeah, and she's like drunk the whole time. She she drinks in every scene in that movie. Yeah. Oh my god, I, I'm actually watching Black Christmas right now, and she gives a fucking a drink to like a little chick, little little kid. Yeah. She mad. Oh wow! Yeah. I, I forgot about that. I, I had a problem with that. How mean they were in front of the kids. Yeah. Like Santa's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Shut up, Tubby. Like you're usually happier with the fucking sorority sisters to begin with. This guy's like talking shit in front of kids. I'm like, I want to slap him around. But other than that. Mm. Not all Santas are good Santas, Todd. I guess you're right. <laughs> uh, I guess rating then. Uh, oh, favorite kill from Remake? Ooh. There's a lot of good ones. The gore like, is great in this movie and a lot of inventive kills. I like the um, the ice skate kill where he throws the ice skate mm. and it, like chops her head in half. Fun fun facts though about this movie, like a lot of the stuff in the trailer was not in the film. I don't know if you guys Uh-oh. watched the trailer, but um, there's a fame or not famous, but 
a cool shot in the trailer where like one of the girls is trapped by um, uh, Christmas lights and is slowly getting like dragged into like I think it's like a wood chipper or something. But that's not mm-hmm. in the movie. The thing was that fucking Harvey Weinstein um, got like his ass like deep into the movie and started doing like reshoots and shot stuff without the director's permission. Blah blah blah. So like a lot of stuff like was cut or didn't make it or whatever. Ah. Didn't know that. Yeah, the movie was a huge failure. I read that. Yeah, it made like twenty something million on DVD sales, though. So it made back the budget, but yeah, it didn't really do well in theaters. It was the last movie the director ever directed. E two. Poor guy. Yeah. So he did Willard before this one. Before, and that movie was a huge colossal failure. And then he did this one, which is another failure. So I think he he had enough, or basically, no one wanted to hire him after that. Should have emailed him, Joe. I could have, yeah. I mean, probably could have gotten him on. Uh, so anyway, back to favorite kill. You like the ice skate? I like the um, the ice uh, icicle. Icicle, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, icicle's great. I think that's my favorite as well. Sam, icicle too. Um, I would say the icicle or the bag, the trash bag. Mm-hmm. A lot of eyeball eating in this one. Yeah, a little too much. <laughs> you know what this guy reminded me of, though? You guys remember that X-Files episode? I forget what the guy's name was, but he can squeeze into, like, crawl spaces, like, really tiny. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, creep around. He would sneak into your house and eat you and shit. Well, I forget he was what in a few episodes, too. Yeah, he's in two of them. I forget, and he gets killed by, like, an escalator in the second that's episode. That fucking little weasel from the Green Mile. Yes. I gotta find that fucking thing now. <laughs> but you guys yeah, ever I'm... see that episode? Besides yep. you, Steve? I haven't seen it. No. It's a good one. It's one of my favorite ones. Okay. Doesn't he, like, lick paper and build, like, paper and homes and shit? Yeah, like a little nest, nest yeah. yeah. That's a good, this is a good episode. That's my mission to find what his name is. <laughs> and you should see, uh, I think he married someone super young. Like, there's something creepy about that dude, if I remember, like, the, the actual guy. I, I had read that he had hit on um, Julian Anderson when she was, like, pregnant and, like, creeped everyone out. But I can't find this fucking guy. Oh, Edward Toombs. That was his name. Edward, yeah. Show, right? Creep fucker. You guys should Google him right now and you'll he's like he's got like yellow eyes and shit too. Spooky. What's his last name? Toombs. Just put Edward Toombs from X Files. And while you do that, uh, I had a couple of comments slash questions from the listeners if you guys want to yeah. partake. Uh, Rise Horror Corner says horror confession. I like the 2006 remake a lot more than the original. It has better kills and it's not boring as fuck. I think uh, we all agree. I, I think we all agree. Yeah, so yeah. not too much of a confession. Uh, and TJ says, "What are your thoughts on movies like Black Christmas and Halloween, uh, giving the killers a backstory in the remakes? Do you like getting the backstory, or prefer they leave the monster more hidden and unknown, like the original Billy and Michael? Which message do you prefer in a horror movie, or is it different for?" depending on the movie um for me i think it's different depending on the movie because like i don't need to know about michael but i didn't mind knowing about billy um i i think it's it's more effective not knowing the backstory i think it makes it scarier and creepier um but i think if you're gonna remake a movie then yeah i mean throw a backstory in there and i mean at least 
do something a little different. So I didn't mind the backstories in either remake of Rob Zombie or Black Christmas. I think it depends on how it's done. Like Rob Zombie's is terrible because of the white trash angle and it's everyone's just mean to each other. However, with this Billy one, it's like really effective to the story. So I think it just depends on how they handle it, really. Yeah, and I agree. As long as it serves the story, I'm okay with it. Uh, just don't do a backstory for the sake of doing a backstory. Uh, I, I've talked about this in a few reviews this year, uh, Killer Sofa being a big one. If you don't need to, to put it in, just don't put it in. Put, making it a mystery makes it so much better. Like Your imagination can fill the blanks, so don't try to do too much. But I think for this one it was good because the first one was so like mysterious. To give a little bit more context made the sequel, or the, sorry, the remake, like something different and more interesting. All right, are we ready to rate it? This is TJ's favorite movie, by the way, the original. Is it? Yep. Like um, of all? Uh, horror movies. Okay. <laughs> and just had a kid. Congratulations. Congratulations. Hey. It's exciting. Ready, Welcome ready to, to hell. <laughs> yeah, I'll start with my rating. I'm going to give the remake a seven and a half. Same. Same for me. Same score for the original, too. Seven and a half. Um, I'm going to rate it a nine. Whoa. Ooh, and I'm going to go an eight. Nice. Uh, and I think we all rated it more or the same as the original. Yep. So, uh, mm-hmm. I put it the same as the original, but I think it's more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I it has some it. issues, so. Yeah. For sure. Agreed. Very cool. So there you go. So that's uh, Horror Squad approved for the original and remake, and definitely not for the yeah. <laughs> new 2019 version. Absolutely not. I still <laughs> want to see that, though, like Morbid Curiosity. Yeah. yeah, he should watch it, but don't. Yeah, I wouldn't even watch it for the morbid curiosity. Honestly. No, Todd, you have to. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's ironic because I, I feel this way. Like, if you guys rate something in the middle, I'm, I tend not to go and search for it. But if you rate something something very low or very high, then I will watch it. Mm. It's just out of curiosity. It's weird. It's uh... Todd, you didn't talk about the forty-seven meters down. For your what watch? Oh, that's right. Uh, 40, 47 meters down, part two. What's it called? Cave dive? Uncaged. Un- is it? Yeah. Oh, which is which cave dive? Which am, what am I thinking of? I mean, they're diving into caves. Maybe <laughs> maybe open water three is cave dive. Or, I don't know. Whatever. Um, okay, so these ladies go into an underwater Aztec temple kind of thing that's underwater. And, uh, of course, they get trapped. And, of course, there's two blind great white sharks that somehow survived inside the temple. <laughs> um, okay, is this some of the worst CGI I've seen in the last few years from, like, a you know moderately budgeted film? That being said, however, I really like this movie. It was very entertaining. I, I the, the CGI is unforgivable, believe me. Like- I just did. I liked it. I think it has to do with me being terrified of sharks. Like, a couple of the scares got me. Um, but by no means is it a, 
okay, it's entertaining, yes. Is it a good film? No. But they even themselves out to be a watchable movie. And I liked it. And you like it better than the first one? Absolutely, yeah. And when Wayne. Mandy Moore just doesn't do it for me acting wise. <laughs> Fine. It's uh, the what part about two. The end where you think they're like it's done. But that movie should end it five times. And then it's done. But then they get saved again. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty ridiculous, especially like I'm like, oh, oh, they're in the chum. Why don't you fucking start swimming instead of yelling? And then it's like, oh, we got dragged underwater. Now let's scare people instead of swimming. It's like. <laughs> Just get, freaking finish already. And there's no way in hell that she would have got that blowgun or whatever, you know what I'm talking about, the flare gun thing, underwater to shoot that shark in the eye. Do they work underwater? I don't know. But there's no way that she would have swam up and fucking saved her. But I still liked it. <laughs> well, why didn't anyone on the boat know how to grab a flare? Like, she was the one injured, eaten by a shark almost. Yeah. And she's the one who had to ask for open the box and all of that garbage. I like how the other sister too. Once she gets on the boat, she's like very injured, like gaping wounds, and they're just like chilling. Yeah. <laughs> what? But you know what? Missed opportunity from that movie is the freaking bully. The shark should have grabbed her off the boat. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. yeah. But I really liked it still, man. Terrible, like the worst CGI I've seen in a long time, but I still enjoyed it. All right. I mean, it I, wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. I would yeah. just, I, I'd, I'd give it a five. Yeah, that's a good score. That's a good like party film too to watch. Just to laugh. Sure. Yeah, it'd be, a, it'd be a good one to like laugh at with friends. Yeah, I thought you liked it a lot, Sam. Or no? No, I liked the first one. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, but anyway. I, so our next episode, people, will be our top of the year. So yep. we're looking forward to it. So all the listeners, if you want to email or text or whatever, your tops of the year, your worst of the year. I think we decided on what a top ten and a bottom three or bottom five or something like that. Yeah, top ten for sure. And I don't know if we decide on bottom three or bottom five. I don't know. I can come. I can do either. Yeah, let's do. Let's do bottom five. Keep it. Keep sure. it standard, I guess. But um, yeah, email us your stuff, guys. We want to know what you think, and then of course, once we give you our list. Let us know what you thought of our list, and let us know what you thought of this film that we or these three films actually we just talked about. And uh, I guess that's it. Yeah, one more thing. Uh, we you guys have one week left to enter our contest for our hundredth episode. So all you need to do is share the one hundredth episode on social media and tag Horror Squad one hundred. So one week left, and trust me, there's a lot in those boxes. So really worth. Uh, entering very cool yep is that a is that a bye 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 see ya